1: Hundreds of railway cattle trucks make their way to Buchenwald carrying detainees from all over Europe, including 20,000 Jews from Auschwitz, to be worked to death by the SS. During World War II, the Nazi regime in Germany engaged in a systematic and brutal campaign to exterminate all Jews.
2: I am 16, 17, I'm just locked up just because I'm a Jew, nothing else, I'm not a criminal. The train stopped and I took a look. See the swastika flying from the flagpole and a big sign concentration camp. Guards came out and says, everybody on dress.
1: Cattle trains loaded with Jewish men, women and children headed for Auschwitz. More than one million people were gassed to death. Their bodies piled into crematoriums that could burn thousands of bodies a day.
2: I didn't expect to see such atrocities I saw there with my own eyes. I saw children's shoes on big racks. I saw boxes of spectacle frames. All the people who wore them had been turned into ashes.
1: When World War II ended, over six million Jews had been exterminated by the Nazi regime. Welcome to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Today you'll hear the incredible stories of two Holocaust survivors. We'll also give you the opportunity to help save the lives of Jewish families, children, and elderly Holocaust survivors who have fled their homes in the war-torn country of Ukraine. In March of 1944, German forces invaded Hungary and all Jews, including Eugene Black and his family, were ordered into ghettos. At the age of 15, Eugene was returning home from school.
2: I entered the street where we lived. Distance away, I noticed a German army lorry. As I got quite close, I witnessed an SS man hitting my mother across her face and threw on her back of the lorry. I was immediately ordered onto it. I wasn't allowed to go into the house or leave my school box or change my uniform. We travelled roughly a kilometer into the very, very large brick factory. There were there says dogs, fellow Jews there, elderly people, young people. In front of me I noticed cattle wagons. The door opened. We were ordered onto it and the train set off and we arrived in Auschwitz-Birkenau. A boy of 16, never experienced of any nature of any sort of horror, listened to people crying and dying. I was absolutely petrified, numb. I didn't know what was happening. The doors opened, we were ordered out. There must have been thousands of people there. I noticed men with striped uniforms, which very shortly I had to wear it. And just by the point of a finger, all the females were ordered to the left and all the males on the right. I witnessed my mother and my two sisters being marched away to the left. No opportunity to kiss or say goodbye. And from that day onwards, I never saw them again. Within a few minutes, I got separated from my father. He was 57-year-old, he was a tall man. I got separated from him. No handshake, no goodbye. And that was the last time I saw him. We were then marched off immediately, asked to strip in a massive big hole in there at Hooks. We were ordered to hang our clothes up, tie our shoes together and to remember where we left it. Because once we'd been disinfected, we'd be coming back for it. Of course, that wasn't the case. Naked we were. There were men in striped uniforms, scissors and shears in their hands. They cut all our hair from our head first, then every bit of hair of every other part of our body. We were ordered into another room then. We got disinfected. We were issued some underwear, which were taken up from prisoners who arrived there and were gassed. I lost my identity, my name. I lost everything within a very, very short while. In Auschwitz, life was impossible even to attempt to understand what was happening to us. It's very difficult to describe Even know the things what occurred in our witness
3: are horrible.
1: You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has caused the greatest humanitarian crisis in Europe since the Second World War. And it's having a devastating impact on the lives of nearly 200,000 Jews who live in Ukraine. As Christians, what should be our response to this crisis? Well, we must act. We must help our Jewish brothers and sisters, God's chosen people of Israel, for such a time as this. An emergency donation of $45 to the work of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews will help provide for one Ukrainian Jewish family who have fled their home and have come seeking food, shelter, and safety at one of the many fellowship refugee shelters located outside of Ukraine. Here's a special toll-free number to call and make your emergency $45 donation to help. 800-895-9416 895 9416 That's 800-895-9416.
0: As a Christian, this is our privilege to give and to bless our brothers and sisters who are struggling. Where you're seeing persecution of Jews, the people that should rise first to their feet and say, not on our watch, should be the Christian. And you know that the apple of God's heart is the Jew. How can you not reach out and be a part of His promise? Your
1: emergency gift today of just $45 to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews will help rush life-saving aid, including food, water, medicine, and shelter for one suffering Jewish family in Ukraine. Again, here's our special toll-free number. 800-895-9416. 895 9416 That's 800-895-9416. You can also donate online at blesshispeople.org. You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again. Yael Ekstein, President and CEO of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, gives us a first-hand report from Ukraine and shares a story of how the Holocaust impacted her own family.
4: I'm here in Lvov, which is in Ukraine, at one point, there was over 150,000 Jews in this city. And where I'm standing right now is where all 150,000 of those Jews were gathered in what's called the ghetto. There's barbed wire still here of what was the ghetto then. 150,000 Jews, men, women, children, elderly, living in deprivation, starvation, With disease until they were all rounded up and brought up in the cattle car where every single one of them was murdered or brought to a death camp. And for me, this isn't a historical site. For me, this is personal because this could have been me. This would have been me. This would have been my children. When we hear stories about the Holocaust, it's not just history, it's not just numbers. 150,000 is very hard to comprehend. 150,000 people brought to their death for being Jewish. Do we think it can't happen again? As a Jewish woman, who's learned the history of my people my entire life, what I realize is that the Jewish people have never been safe? The Jewish people have always felt comfortable. In this very town, it's known for Jews who were poets, who were writers, who were doctors, who were businessmen, who were prominent members of this society. And they ended up here, on this train, brought to their death because they're Jewish scrubbing dirty floors with a toothbrush because they're Jewish. Our responsibility, our obligation is to know this so that we can make sure it never happens again. How do we make sure it never happens again? By knowing that it could.
1: You're listening to a special Bless Israel program. Never forget, never again brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Russia's war against Ukraine has created a humanitarian disaster, impacting the lives of tens of thousands of Jewish families throughout the region. If you've not supported the ministry of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews before, and would like to, that would be a tremendous blessing to us, especially for such a time as this. Your $45 donation will help rush life-saving aid, including food, water, medicine, and shelter for one suffering Jewish family in Ukraine. Here's our special toll-free number to call. 800-895-9416. 800-895-9416. That's 800-895-9416.
0: Personally speaking, a situation like this, Jews in Ukraine going through the heartaches and the hardships in their life you know and when you're presented with that and you see that you realize that there are people out there god's people that are in need and i think as god's children we should feel responsible to help
1: imagine having to run for your very life with your children leaving your home leaving everything that you know behind Your $45 gift today will help provide one Jewish family with food, water, medicine, a mattress to sleep on, blankets, shelter, and other emergency aid. 800-895-9416 800-895-9416 That's 800-895-9416 You can also donate online at blesshispeople.org You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. In 1940, Stephen Ross was a Jewish orphan from Poland, who, at the age of nine, was sent to his first German concentration camp.
3: I managed to survive, not because I was stronger than anybody else, but I kept surviving because there were so many... Times that they had selections, they murdered people. They took out the people who couldn't walk too well, or the people who were too skinny, yellow jaundice, and we used to get tuberculosis from the wetness and not eating. I want you to know the piece of bread, one ounce of bread, and it was a pound of bread for. 20 people, less than one ounce of bread. The man who was cutting it had to do a good job to cut it so that everyone would have the same slice. There were already vouchers standing right beside you trying to take it away from you. And if you were a kid, you always lost a piece of bread. The soup that they gave you, it was brown water without anything in there and it was chasing maybe a, a little piece of appeal peel from something and there was bugs in the soup, bugs, cockroaches and uh, the doctors in the camp told us that this is protein and we ate the bugs because we had nothing else to eat and the officials of the uh, German armies, they told them to do one thing, to gas and burn and torture and kill the people. Kill the people, children. Three thousand at once. They packed them to stand next to each other. And when the gas came in, people were foaming from their mouth. They were falling very fast down and their heart stopped and they pulled them out with ropes, with uh, carts, little carts on two wheels, and they buried them in the ditches. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of these people, and they disappeared. I was uh, hiding in my first camp, and I managed to get into an outhouse, into the feces, until my neck. And they made a selection. They killed 105 children. I was the 106th one. And I managed to get away. And they came and looked for me, but they couldn't understand that I was underneath in an outhouse. And when I was uh, able to be removed from the outhouse by an orderly in the camp, they pulled me out and they did the best they could to wash me up with a bucket of water and then my brother, I had an older brother who went to work and he already knew that I was dead because when they went to work they were shooting the children and I was not dead, I was in the outhouse. So when I came out I smelled terribly and these people who pulled me out, two people, they washed me up as best as they could and gave me some clothes from people who were murdered this morning. The SS was strong, and we had no way to get out. There was no one outside to looking after us. This is the way it was.
1: You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has caused the greatest humanitarian crisis in Europe since the Second World War, impacting the lives of nearly 200,000 Jews who live in Ukraine. Your emergency donation today of $45 to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews will help rush emergency aid, including food, water, and medicine, to one Jewish family in Ukraine. Here's our special toll free number to call and make your donation. That's 800-895-9416
4: Our responsibility is to act. We're not supposed to just believe in God, but to act and to worship Him. And in order to worship Him, we need to be His hands and feet, reach out to others, and to assist when the needs cross our path. To try and understand what they've personally been through, it's beyond what you can think about.
1: You can be the hope, the angel sent by God for one Jewish family in Ukraine who has fled their home with nowhere to turn. Your emergency gift today of $45 will help save Jewish lives. It's quick and easy to donate. Our friendly fellowship operators are standing by. 800-895-9416 800-895-9416 That's 800-895-9416 You can also donate online at blesshispeople.org You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Yonit Rothschild, a fellowship staff member working in our Israel office, tells the story of her grandfather, a Holocaust survivor, and one terrible day when the Nazis separated him from his wife and children.
5: I will always remember how my grandfather chose life when it would have been so much easier to give up. When someone asked my grandfather where he was from, instead of saying Columbus, Ohio, where he spent most of his life, or even Poland... Or he was born instead he would say that he was from the Holocaust and by saying that he was expressing how the Holocaust had this indelible impression on his psyche it forged his identity and it was this shadow that hung over his entire life and gave the context to his entire life sometimes you would say don't mess with a guy from a Holocaust it was important for him to tell people that he survived the Holocaust and what happened during the Holocaust so that people wouldn't forget. One day he was told that the following Sunday, following the Sabbath, the Nazis were going to come and they were going to round up all the Jews of his town. That Saturday night, right after Shabbat, right after the Sabbath, they ran into the forest and they didn't know where they were going, they just took what they could Again, there were six children. There were three boys and three girls, and the parents. The forest led to another town, and as the Nazis got closer to that town, they would go to another town. And this went on for a while until they came to a ghetto. And a ghetto was a place where all these Jewish people were living and four families occupying one room, and there was lots of disease and lots of starvation, and people would die just like that before anything happened but they were still together uh, until one terrible day. The Nazis came and banged on the doors and searched and yelled for all the Jews to come out. And that was it. They knew there was no place left to run. There was no place left to hide. And that was the last moment that my grandfather had with his family intact. My grandfather had two main wishes in his life. The first was that we should watch our children and take care of them. The second was that we should tell his story, tell the story of the Holocaust, so that the world would never forget.
1: The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews operates more than 400 humanitarian life-saving projects around the world with a clear mission, and that mission is rooted in Scripture in the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 6 to 11, where God says he wants us to go beyond our own personal growth. God wants us to act, to show kindness, to express generosity, to help the oppressed, to comfort the afflicted. And that's what we're asking you to do today. If you can give an emergency donation of $45 today, you'll help rush food, water, medicine, mattresses to sleep on, shelter, and other emergency aid for one Jewish family. Here's our toll-free number to call, 800-895-9416. 800-895-9416. 800-895-9416. That's 800-895-9416.
2: To me, a, a true Christian who believe in Christ will do anything he can to help mankind, but especially those that are poor and persecuted. I mean, these folks didn't have a choice in it, really. A situation that they could never climb out of. I believe in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, where it says, God will bless. When you help the Jewish people, so I'm just simply obeying basic commands in Scripture. And uh, I think it's the right thing to do.
1: You can show God your generosity, your gratefulness for what He's done in your own life. And God will respond in miraculous ways you may never fully understand or even know. Call right now, won't you? Please don't put this off. 800-895-9416 800-895-9416 That's 800-895-9416 You can also donate online at blesshispeople.org You're listening to a special Bless Israel program, Never Forget, Never Again, brought to you by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. You know, throughout these uncertain times in our world, Through it all, we've received the most beautiful messages of support here at the Fellowship for the work that you enable us to do because of your generosity and compassion for God's chosen people in Ukraine. As we come to the end of our program today, we selected just a few of these messages from friends and supporters of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews that we thought you'd like to hear. Let's listen.
2: I understand that there are weeks and even months that the people in Ukraine don't even have a nutritious meal to eat and not uh, even know where your next meal is coming from. In the United States, we have so much that we know where our next meal is coming from. They don't. They rely on other people and Christian fellowship, and we need to do more.
4: It's just hard to describe Being lonely, feeling like no one cares. God wants us to be there for them. God wants us to be able to minister to them. We can show the love of Christ. God will bless those who bless his nation. Through the uh, fellowship of Christians and Jews, we are blessing the Jews by doing this.
0: Very eye-opening to know that needs around the world, and especially in Ukraine, among Jews, are not being met, probably worried about their next meal, probably worried about how might God take care of them. You know, organizations like the International Fellowship of Christian Jews try to meet those needs because of compassion that Christ gives us, you know, to want to reach out and help.
1: The mission of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is based on Isaiah chapter 58, verse 7, where it says, to share food with the hungry. To provide the poor wanderer with shelter, to clothe the naked, and to not turn away from your own flesh and blood. If you've not supported the ministry of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews before and would like to partner with us, that would be a tremendous blessing, especially for such a time as this. An emergency donation today of $45 will help rush food, medicine, blankets, mattresses, and other emergency aid for one Jewish family in Ukraine. Here's our special toll-free number to call. That's 800-895-9416 It's quick and easy to donate. We can accept your tax-deductible gift with any credit card, debit card, or checking account. Operators are standing by, waiting for your call. 800-895-9416 800-895-9416 That's 800-895-9416. You can also donate online at blesshispeople.org. Thank you for listening to our program today. May the Lord richly bless you for your prayers and generosity. Shalom.